Hey there, friends. Do you want an affirmation of the greatness of Christ? Stay with us today on the International Gospel Hour. It's just ahead. On Jordan's Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Well, greetings to all of you, and thank you for joining us today for our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. We appreciate you being with us and hope that our study today will be profitable for you. We want to help you in your walk with God and His Word. We have no fear of challenging religious error, nor do we have a problem upholding the truth that is from the Word of God that is truth, John seventeen seventeen. We want you to know that you have an assurance that we will not ask for your money through our broadcast and that we will do our best to examine the Scripture and to be like those in Berea that were more noble than those in Thessalonica. We want to receive the Word and bring forth the Word with readiness of mind and search the Scriptures daily whether those things are so, Acts 17, 10, and 11. We appreciate our Jay Webb. He is our announcer, and we love our our Jay Webb, if you will. We love and appreciate Jay, and he'll be back at a couple of other times in our broadcast, Lord willing. And we appreciate you listening today. Our address, if you'd like to write us, is International Gospel Hour, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. If you'd like to send us an email, that's info at internationalgospelhour.com That's info, I-N-F-O, at internationalgospelhour.com You'll hear our toll-free number throughout our broadcast, and we hope that you'll reach out to us and let us know where you're listening to our broadcast. In Luke 24, beginning with verse 44, Jesus said unto his apostles, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the Scriptures. I want you to note two phrases from this text of Luke 24, 44, and 45. First phrase is, All things must be fulfilled. Oh, my from the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms, the amazing accuracy of the prophecies of Jesus Christ. Hundreds of prophetic words leap off the pages of Scripture that speak of our Lord Jesus Christ. The second phrase is when Jesus said, the Psalms, and indeed how the Psalms spoke of our Lord. The late Robert R. Taylor penned it perfectly about the Psalms speaking of Christ in that they did so frequently and fervently, they did so beautifully and basically, they did so eloquently and enthusiastically. So for our study today, let's talk about the prophecies of Christ specifically from Psalm 22. We'll do that in a moment, but first, here is our J. Webb, a little information about our toll-free number. 
The quickest way to reach us is our toll-free number, 1-855-IGH-6988. You can request free Bible study courses, ask a question, or make a comment. Let us know where you hear our broadcast. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number again is 1-855-IGH-6988. Or if you prefer, 1-855-444-6988. In Psalm 22, we find the following text referring to the Christ on Calvary. How about as the psalm begins in verse 1? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? Now, obviously, the psalm, the psalmist, if you will, is making a plea, but it's through the power of inspiration that not only is he asking, but we see the prophetic statement about our Lord Jesus Christ. In Matthew 27 and verse 46 and Mark 15 and verse 34, we find the phrase, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, or that is, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The power of the prophecy of Christ being fulfilled. Drop down to verse 6 of Psalm 22. But I am a worm and no man. Then the phrase, a reproach of men and despised by the people. These were the words of the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 53 and verse 3, speaking of the Christ. And in John 1.11, the Bible affirms that he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Think of the words of Matthew 27, beginning with verse 39, of those who passed by that blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself! If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priest also, mocking with the scribes and elders, said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. If he is the King of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. Now again, dear friends, we're looking at some tragic moments upon the cross. But the affirmation of prophecy and its fulfillment is stunning. You'll see that more and more, and then we'll bring a strong conclusion of that shortly. We go to verse 7 that says, All those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head, saying, He trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. We see that very similar in Matthew 27:43. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now. In Mark fifteen twenty nine through thirty, similar to Mark twenty seven thirty nine through through forty two, you know, save yourself and come down from the cross. And of course, in Luke twenty three thirty five, the people stood looking on. The rulers with them sneered, saying, "Let him save, or he saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen of God." Dear friends, you see the power of the prophecy of old, as Jesus said, These things must be fulfilled which were written in the Psalms, and indeed they were. Verse 6, They pierced my hands and my feet. We find where he was crucified in that place called Calvary, Luke 23, verse 33. 
when he appeared unto the apostles prior to his ascension, he said in Luke 24:39, Behold my hands and my feet. John 19:37, They shall look on him whom they pierced. Even Thomas, who said, Unless I see the hands, the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. John 20. Context, verses 24 through 28. And then when we find in verse 18 how they divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. That's exactly what was said in Matthew 27, 35, that it might be fulfilled. And again in John nineteen twenty three and 24. Now, dear friends, <clears throat> excuse me, we only brought out these few verses of the Psalms, Psalm 22 and these verses. These prophetic words of Christ at Calvary. Why? Well, in John 3 and verse 16, because God so loved the world. And in Romans 5, 6 through 10, although we were sinner, sinners, rather enemies and ungodly, Christ died for us, for God so loved us. The result will stay in Psalm 19, verse 22. I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. Is that not affirmed in Hebrews 2 and verse 12? But the power that I love is near the end of this wonderful psalm that a posterity shall serve him. It will be recounted of the Lord to the next generation. Then verse 31, They will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has done this. You see, the posterity shall serve him. And all throughout Galatians 3, the seed of David, for all men everywhere, Jesus Christ is the one through whom will redeem mankind prophesied of old, brought forth in the new. You know, 80 or so years ago, Peter Stoner was a science professor at Westmont College, and he did extensive research on the mathematical probabilities of various numbers of Old Testament prophecies about the Christ. It was amazing of the research that he did. But then he said, for even one prophecy to come true... Get this, he said, cover the entire rather state of Texas two feet deep in silver dollars. Choose and mark one silver dollar and drop it from an airplane flying somewhere over Texas. Thoroughly steal the silver dollars together all over the state, blindfold a person and let them travel anywhere in the state of Texas, stopping only once at a spot of his choice to dig into the two feet of silver dollars and pick out the marked one. The chance of a person being able to do that in one try is the same chance as one man fulfilling eight Messianic prophecies. Now, I stated it was about one Messianic prophecy, but listen to that. The same chance as fulfilling eight. Dear friends, you and I saw a number of prophecies fulfilled. Does that not bring forth the power of Jesus Christ and that there is none other like him? Dear friends, would you like to grow in your studies about Christ? Here is a special offer, an online study from our friends at the World Bible School. Here's the details. Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. 
You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Dear friends, how astounding and powerful we find the prophecies of Christ fulfilled in the new. We can place our trust in Jesus Christ. Let's do so, and let's continue our studies at another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.